Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Savvy Marketer podcast, where we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. Now, I know that many of you may be Super Bowl fans out there, but in reality, for marketers, it's all about the ads, right? Well, this week's podcast, we're going to really spend time in talking about each of the ads and were they successful? Were they uh, funny? Were they able to bring a compelling message to the crowd? Well, we'll be the judge of that in a little bit. But before we begin, as we think about Super Bowl 2020, or as it's correctly said, Super Bowl 54, yes, it's over. I'm sure that many of you watch it on Sunday as many millions and millions of homes in the United States and actually millions of homes across the world also watched it. But although it's over, now that the Kansas City Chiefs scored a surprising come-from-behind victory in the fourth quarter, which I have to say, what a fourth quarter, because the 49ers were actually scoring big and winning for the first three quarters of the game. Uh, but at the end of the day, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the San Francisco 49ers. It was their first win in 50 years in the Super Bowl. So congratulations for them. But who are we kidding? We're all marketers here, right? Listening to this podcast. So for marketers, it's all about not the game, but actually the ads. Yes, I know that many of you were not that much surprised because some of the ads were featured in social media a couple of days prior to the actual Super Bowl. So not so many surprises if we come to think about it that way. But at the same time, there were some compelling ads out there and some that actually tried to build a very compelling message at the same time. I also want to point out what a great halftime show to bring a millennial and a 50-year-old mega, mega superstar J-Lo. What a great way to really convey a message about equality, a message about really revolutionizing that halftime show, putting people to move and dance, but more importantly, a lot of messages that were said there about immigration, about not keeping children in cages, and so on. Yes, lots of political message, but for those of you who may have had to watch it a couple of times on YouTube just to remember, you know, what happened here, etc., just think about it this way. It was fun. It was fantastic to watch. I, of course, as a woman of Latin descent, originally from Puerto Rico, was really impressed to see J-Lo showcase our Puerto Rico flag with the U.S. flag, because at the end of the day, we are Americans, since the Foraker and Jones Act in 1898 and 1917. So I think it was a very good education for many people and actually pretty fun. But leaving all that aside, let's talk about the ads. So for all of us, it's all about not only thinking about the game itself, but actually think about what was really, really impressive at this year's Super Bowl's ad. And this year, not surprising, a lot of technology came to play in terms of cybersecurity, of course, Alexa. We had bringing smart cars into play. And in the past, Tesla would be the only or one of the very few cars out there that could actually park itself. 
Yes, there are other cars that can park themselves in reverse on their own, not only European cars, but also some American cars. But this year, Hyundai actually brought a very interesting campaign called Smart Park from Hyundai. So when you think about Smart Park, it's typically how people in Boston with a Bostonian accent would actually talk. It was very cool because it featured Chris Evans, of course, Captain America, John Krasinski, which of course we love as a great spy CIA intelligent character from the series Jack Ryan on Amazon, but also funny as hell when we think about The Office. But they also brought another comedian, Rachel Dratch, who very famous for all of her SNL uh, work over the years. And in addition, Big Papi himself, David Ortiz. And this ad was from Hyundai, and he brought some fun with the traditional Boston accents in this hilarious bit. The interesting thing and the message of the new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, it's all about featuring the remote start parking assist, or as the three Massachusetts natives and the New England sports legend call it, small park. So what do you think about that campaign? Actually, it was quite interesting because it really conveyed the benefit. It brought fun into the ad as they were talking among each other. And of course, like you, I was thinking, okay, let me try to capture what they're actually saying. Can I understand them? But it was pretty funny, but it was quite interesting how they brought the features of the product, how they actually parked the car and you would see it with the remote parking assist. So for those of you who are Hyundai fans, watch out for the new 2020 Hyundai Sonata. And for those who really are looking for remote parking assistant, maybe Hyundai will be on the top of your list when it's time to change your car or buy a new car in 2020. As we think about car ads at this year's Super Bowl, there were many. Now, I mentioned Hyundai and that they had also not only the self-parking car featuring some great celebrities with Bostonian accents, but they also had for their premium line Genesis, a very cool ad featuring Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. And it's a going away party. And it's really targeting the young that are really looking for an SUV, that it's a luxury SUV. But like they say, luxury SUV for the young. It's funny. It tries to bring traditional things that you would see in the famous uh, or the life of the rich and famous. But it was funny in a way that it brought some empathy and reality to the couple because John Lennon didn't do the entry the way Chrissy Teigen was expecting for them to leave the party for their going away party in the luxury new Genesis SUV. But actually, as he's starting closing the window of the door, she had to use a code. And the code is Sexiest Man Alive. So it really shows the reality that marriage couples go through. But it's funny. It's not my favorite in the in this year's Super Bowl ads, but something to watch for those that are interested. So it's called Genesis Going Away Party featuring Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. And you can check it out on YouTube. Since we're talking about cars and TV ads, another commercial that was quite funny was 
Jeep Groundhog Day from Bill Mary. So Jeep knocked the nostalgia factor out of the park with this recreation of 1993 movie Groundhog Day, featuring Bill Mary and returning to the role of Phil Connors, the famous character in the movie. The one catch? Bill Murray finds a brand new Jeep Gladiator waiting for him, and he embarks on adventure after adventure with an adorable groundhog with him. The timeless humor of Bill Murray paired with a cute and cuddly groundhog, well, that's a perfect combo for a great Super Bowl spot. But of course, it tried to bring the nostalgia factor into life, and for those who are big Jeep fans or big Groundhog Day fans, it was probably very appealing for you. Now, in the past years, Jeep has developed campaigns that are more emotionally compelling and less fun, uh, like they did a couple of years back, featuring women and men in the military and bringing them home, bringing them together. So it's interesting that they decided to go into a nostalgia factor, less emotional factor, but bringing more of the fun with this great character from the 1990s. So good job to Jeep, and of course, great job to Bill Mary. Another car company that actually made an interesting splash in an icy way was actually Audi. Audi featured the actress Maisie Williams from, of course, Game of Thrones. We loved her in Game of Thrones with an ad called Let It Go. Now, Maisie Williams is in this Audi SUV, stuck in traffic, getting all congested, but all of a sudden, everything goes all right because she decides to be calm and let it go. Very funny, engaging, and for those of you who haven't had a chance to watch it, I suggest you go and check it out on YouTube under Audi, Let It Go, featuring Maisie Williams. Another interesting ad featuring this year's Super Bowl 2020 comes from Budweiser. Now, how many of you remember the frogs back in the day when Budweiser had that funny campaign with the frogs saying, Bud, why, sir? Well, it was actually pretty funny back then. So as you think about it, they wanted to do something like that, bringing the funny part of it, but also leveraging technology. And they called it What's Up? And it's called What's Up Again. So in this ad, it seems like, of course, everyone is doing sequels or remakes these days. And Budweiser is no exception, as they team up with Uber to get it on the fun. Budweiser's classic commercial gets a modern update with an entire full of smart home devices. Yes, smart home devices from Alexa, Google smart speakers, everyone trying to talk about what's up and trying to engage as to wishing that they had a Budweiser while they were watching the Super Bowl. But of course, the owner of the house or the apartment is not there. So they come to life in a very, very fun way, taking center stage. Now, this ad is great, not only because it's funny, but it really leverages technology. And more importantly, it integrates when the owner comes back to the apartment with a box of Budweiser beer where he gets an Uber message that his Uber driver is there for him. And of course, the tagline is, if you're going to drink, 
order an Uber. So there has some great social responsibility behind it. So it's funny. It conveys the message that if you're going to drink, don't drive, just order an Uber. So quite compelling and also pretty funny. So for those of you who haven't watched it, please go on YouTube and watch What's Up again. As marketers, we also look for inspirational campaigns, campaigns that evoke such emotional connection that really makes you think and feel beyond the obvious, beyond what you see on the screen. And of course, Google did a remarkable job at this year's Super Bowl ad for 2020, where they featured the power of Google Assistant. And it's a story of a man who's actually programming Google's assistant to remember all the great memories, all the great things his wife, Loretta, loves. Now, when you come and think of this, it doesn't take rocket science to figure out that his wife, Loretta, is suffering from Alzheimer's or a, a form of dementia. So what he wants to do is remind Google Assistant that when he needs to see and show her all of those memories, what she loved, great vacations, growing up, being married, all of her favorite movies and things, favorite songs and music, that she could see them because he will show it to her through Google Assistant. I have to say that I had my tears come down watching that ad, and it made me think not only because I had a grandfather who had Alzheimer's, but it really helped humanize us on how leveraging technology to remind people of great memories that will not only help them, but help serve others who may not remember them anymore. So big kudos to Google for such a great ad. For those of you that haven't watched it, please make sure that you go on YouTube and check the ad called Loretta. As we think about inspirational commercials that lift us up emotionally, another one that really comes to mind in addition to Google is Budweiser. And it's called Typical American. I'm not sure if you all spent time or had a chance to watch it at this year's Super Bowl 2020, but it's Budweiser's one of their best work in really showing what regular everyday Americans can do. And typical Americans really showcasing from firefighters to people helping people with car troubles to people on a train or in the subway taking part of their clothes to give it to someone who's homeless or doesn't have uh, clothes. All of those things are pretty powerful. So I would have to say that if you haven't had a chance to see it, please take a look because they really bring the message of being the great American beer brand to actually showcasing what typical Americans, including our veterans, are actually able to achieve. And that's greatness. So please take a look. It's really uplifting and inspiring. And it really brings the values of us as a nation, what makes us so special. So go to YouTube and search for Budweiser Typical America. 
Another interesting ad at this year's Super Bowl 2020 came from Microsoft. Now, we know that in the past, Microsoft has done some great campaigns, and they have featured them year after year in the Super Bowl, always bringing technology and innovation to consumers that are Super Bowl watchers. But this year, they tried something different. Microsoft commercial for this year's Super Bowl goes into the inspirational route, and they try to bring a true story of San Francisco 49ers offensive assistant coach Katie Sowers. Now, this is the first woman in NFL history to coach in the Super Bowl, so kudos to her. That was a big aha. So what they did in this commercial, they really feature a montage of Sowers' life, spliced with her on the field coaching 49er players, while making her a heartfelt look or showcasing a heartfelt look, the important moment in history of sport that she brings to the Super Bowl. How everything started when she was a little girl, writing that one day she would love to coach football team, how her father used to be a coach. So all that's all that she knows. So they really brought the technology to life. They really brought Microsoft's purpose and message. And they tried to bring something to really bring equality somehow and to convey and showcase the first women in the history of the NFL, to actually be an assistant coach in the Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers. So if you haven't watched it, or if you want to watch it again, you can go online and check it out on YouTube. As lovers of ads, which we are as marketers, there were many other ads that were featuring the Super Bowl. But there was an interesting ad that was featured at the beginning of the Super Bowl. And that one was from Secret. Now, I don't know how many of you remember or actually watched that ad, but Secret is a deodorant brand that has been focusing on communicating women empowerment since the 1950s and early 60s up until now. Now, the ad was premiered on social media a few days before the Super Bowl, and it was quite interesting because it shows a game of football and then this great, talented sportsman win, and people are applauding. When they remove their helmet, you realize that they were not men. They were actually women. In the ad, the kicker and holder take off their helmets to reveal that they're actually U.S. women's national team soccer players. These are Carly Lloyd and Crystal Dunn. What a shock! The crowd gasped. There is sudden stunned silence says, women playing football? After the shock dissipates, the crowd cheers again, recovering from their sexist assumptions that women can't be as good as men in sports. I know that for some people it may be baffling, it may be dumb, or they may just think, oh, it's too stereotypical, men versus women in a sports that is mostly male-oriented, but let's leave that aside. I think that Secret was trying to convey a message of empowerment, of female empowerment, because at the end of the day, we have great women playing in sports. And what a great thing to have the U.S. soccer team, the all-female soccer team, that are actually the World Cup winners. So great kudos to that. Yes, I understand that football is not traditional for women, although there's many women fans or assistant coaches, as we found in the San Francisco 49ers. But ultimately, it's up to you. Take a look. Check it out on YouTube 
and let us know what you think. I think that the overall message is about recognizing that women can be as good as sports like any man. Companies like P&G always have featured ads during the Super Bowl. Although they didn't have a spot at last year's Super Bowl with Tide, they did have one for LA, and this year they didn't disappoint. They focused on LA Regeneris, and they really made it a more towards empowering women as being female astronauts. The beauty of it, which is a little bit different versus the secret, the other end, is that it's the Ole Spacewalk or the Ole Space Food. And it's funny. It features Taraji P. Henson, Lily Sine, uh, Katie Couric, and B.C. Phillips. And it does it in a fun way that Ole Regeneris can really bring the best of your skin, uh, bringing you that youthness back, even in space. It, the beauty of it, it shows Middle-aged women across 30s, early 40s, and 50s, they showed women from different ethnicities, and it's funny. So for those of you that haven't had a chance to check it out, you can check it out. It's called Ole Spacewalk. That was the first one, or Ole Space Food. So it's memorable, it's intriguing, it's relevant, and it's different. In terms of social responsibility, uh, WeatherTech, very famous for their WeatherTech waterproof or stain-free products that go into your car. Last year at 2019 Super Bowl, they featured a dog, the Lucky Dog. And this year, they decided to really help tell the story of who this Lucky Dog is, who had cancer, had a 1% chance of survival, but thanks to the University of Wisconsin Veterinary School, they were able to save his life. The message of the campaign is really showcasing social responsibility and asking people to donate. It's a nice way to really bring a message, really help elevate the social responsibility of weather tech. So for those of you that want to learn that story from Lucky Dog, you can go on YouTube and check WeatherTech Lucky Dog. As you probably all saw while we, we were watching the Super Bowl and, and watching all the great ads, and not so great ads at this year's Super Bowl, Budweiser had about four ads. Two, of course, were for Budweiser. One that I talked about earlier, which was the typical American, and then the other Budweiser, which is the evolution of what they had with frogs, Budweiser, but now what's up? Leveraging technology and Uber. But they also, with Bud Light, they always feature great ads. And this year's Super Bowl, no difference with that. Actually, they had two commercials, and it was all about their launch of the new Bud Light seltzers. And of course, they wanted to feature somebody famous, and they featured Post Malone. The interesting thing on both of the ads, one that was featuring all the flavors that you could choose from, or you can simply buy both if you have the money, your traditional Bud Light or the seltzers. But then the other one featuring mango. The difference of these ads was how they brought the story to life. Yes, it's Post Malone entering a store in one. And in the other ad, Post Malone entering into a bar. The difference is he's not making the decisions himself. So how many of you remember the movie Inside Out from Pixar? Do you remember that little girl, all of her emotions, how she would make choices and decisions? Was it her 
or were there people inside her, right, making those decisions and trying to influence those decisions? Well, the same thing happens here. So they brought the concept and story of Inside Out, but using taste buds as a way of really bringing the story. It's funny. It's quite engaging. It's different. I've had some other Bud Light ads in the past a couple of years in the Super Bowl that I've liked a bit more, but I have to say that it's quite different and how they brought a very creative way to influence decisions on consumers in terms of taste, what to order, what to buy, was quite engaging. Think about it. If you think about what they were doing, that's what we as marketers do. We're trying to build campaigns, engage with consumers, educate consumers so we can change the barriers or be able to overcome the barriers of entry and get them to become aware of our products, our new offerings, and get them to convert to try and to also buy and then become brand advocates. So it's funny, it's interesting. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at them or you want to check them out, go to YouTube and you can check them out. It's Bud Light Posty Shore and Posty Bar, and they're both featuring Post Malone. Now, I know that we talked about the four ads from Budweiser, two featuring Budweiser and two featuring new Bud Lights uh, seltzers. Now, there was also a Michelob Ultra that did a very cool ad called Jimmy Works It Out, featuring Jimmy Fallon and John Cena. Now, the whole story about it is really bringing humor. Somebody as muscular, as athletic as John Cena trying to train Jimmy Fallon into working out. Now, it's all about how he gets exhausted, how he can't do it. But the whole message is it's only worth it if you enjoy it. So have fun with it. And that's also about working out. He really talks about being a light beer. If you are a fan of beer or want to watch the ad, you can check it out. Michelob Ultra from Jimmy Works It Out featuring Jimmy Fallon and John Cena on YouTube. I thought that it was funny. Not that much memorable, but I thought that it was a little bit better in terms of engagement and humor than the two ones from Bud Light. But that's my take on those. But I think it's worth watching. After talking and going through some of the compelling ads and even those like Secret the other and that may have been a little bit shocking for some, let's uh, also take a look and review some of the most recognized ads at this year's Super Bowl. Of course, one of them, Amazon before Alexa. Come to think of this, I thought that Amazon Alexa ad was pretty funny because it really brought to life two regular people, yes, right, two regular people, Ellen DeGeneres and her wife, Portia de Rossi, actually thinking, what would we be doing without Alexa? So come to think of that, Amazon did a pretty good job at conveying and bringing to life in different periods of time, how people will rely to an Alex, an Alexa, an Adam, an Ali, etc., asking for a song, asking for directions, asking for a reminder, etc. So overall, I think it was really well done. It was pretty funny. The storytelling in the ad and the visual uh, elements of it was pretty funny. 
and finalizing it with actually Ellen DeGeneres reports to the Rossi in the car, asking Alexa to play her favorite song from Usher was actually a pretty good delight to watch. One surprising ad in this year's Super Bowl actually came from Tide. They not only had one ad, but they actually had two to three ads. And it's called Super Bowl Now, Laundry Later with Tide. Now, for those of you who may remember us marketers, last year was the first year that PNG Tide, number one laundry brand detergent in the United States, did not showcase an ad in the Super Bowl. But this year, they came back really strong. They featured different comedians from Cheat Creek's Emily Hampshire to also It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Charlie Day, where his shirt, white shirt, gets all stained at a Super Bowl party. And all he sees is there's no need to wash it now because you can remove tough stains later thanks to Tide Power Pods, because they're 10 times stronger in removing stains. So really interesting ad. It featured a couple of different scenes through uh, different commercial spots in the Super Bowl. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, please do. And of course, I hope that any of you did not have any stains while drinking beer, drinking wine, or eating your favorite chips with dips and salsa. I'm not sure how many of you know, but SodaStream was purchased by Pepsi about a year and a half ago. And this year, SodaStream featured a commercial for the first time in the Super Bowl. And it's called Water on Mars. Pretty interesting, very well done, great storyline, how some astronauts are walking on Mars and they found and discover water. So they take uh, water, they take it up to, back to their ship, and all of a sudden... When they're talking and reporting about how this changes everything, history, and the possibilities of living in Mars, all of a sudden you hear the soda stream machine do its work. And this guy, Mark, decides to drink the water. As all his other astronauts, teammates, uh, watch him shocked, they're like, that was Mars water. Oh, oops. I thought it was Mark's water. So really nicely done. Kudos to the SodaStream team to really bring awareness of the SodaStream brand. And at the very end, really showcasing their commitment of really reducing the number of plastics uh, or the plastic consumption by 67 billion by the next decade. So really cool uh, ad to watch. If you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube, SodaStream Water on Mars Super Bowl 2020. So the next ad I want to talk about is Doritos. Now, Doritos, every year they feature funny ads in the Super Bowl. And this year, of course, no surprise. The cool thing about it is that they really brought like a cowboy story. And what better way to use Lil Nas, the rapper, who was a Grammy winner and actually feature Sam Elliott. So what they did here was really more towards comedy relief. There's something purely awesome about Sam Elliott giving a monologue made up of Old Town Road lyrics in the signature of thunderous tone that only he can deliver. The standoff turned dance-off between the two starts in the Doritos Super Bowl spot is just as fun. So for those of you who really want to check it out, Lil Nas, featuring Sam Elliott, take a look. Now, 
they weren't the only ones. At the end, there was someone that couldn't do it but was playing from behind in that funny monologue ad. And that was Billy Ray Cyrus. So check it out on YouTube. It's called Monologue from Doritos. Taking into consideration that Pepsi, their biggest investment every year is in the Super Bowl because they're the ones, the big sponsors during the Super Bowl halftime show. They always support in communicating and, and showcasing new campaigns in the Super Bowl, either with Pepsi, with Doritos, and with many more. This year, they focused on Pepsi Zero Sugar, done right, and they brought different celebrities where they feature also Missy Elliott. I think it's an okay ad. Uh, it was fun. It was appealing. But it didn't have an emotional connection that Coca-Cola, for, for example, would do every year. But for those of you who are looking for that Pepsi taste but with zero sugar, you may be intrigued in watching it. And you can watch it on YouTube, Pepsi Zero Sugar, done right. As we think about funny ads, of course, this year's Cheetos was pretty funny, bringing to life what makes someone eating Cheetos can't touch something. Why? Because once those fingers grab Cheetos, what happens? They get all orangey. It was funny to see how they brought to light their new commercial called Where It All Began that features MC Hammer. Now, for those of you that may not remember, MC Hammer was back in the late 80s and early 90s. He became very famous with big pants that looked like skirts and dancing really cool with a song called Can't Touch This. So that's what they did. They brought this guy who's actually eating Cheetos, a bag of Cheetos, and every time someone asked him to carry something, move something, write something, sign something, anything, he only shows his hand with his orange fingers. And they really brought MC Hammer to life and his music in a funny way. It's engaging. It's memorable. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it, go online on YouTube and you can check it out, Cheetos, where it all began, featuring MC Hammer, can touch this. As we think about hilarious ads, nobody really likes to play with death or having death come to pick you up. But Dash Lane created this new commercial called Password Paradise. And death picks up this man and it's on a boat. And as he is on their journey, all of a sudden he sees the door to heaven. But in order to get there, you need a password. And of course, he can't remember his password. So all the password tips that were given to him, which are quite funny, he can't get them right. So the beauty about the campaign is really funny. It's really engaging. It makes you really think twice on how you come up with passwords. Sometimes we really try to reinvent and create something that nobody will know that actually we forget. So it's funny, it's engaging, it's memorable. So if you want to check it out and you haven't seen it or you don't remember it from the Super Bowl, you can go on YouTube and look for it and watch it. It's called Dashlane Password Paradise. As we come to think about other differentiated or never-before-seen ads for this year's Super Bowl in terms of storylines, some of the things that started trending a couple of weeks back was the 
Dolly Parton Meme Challenge. Now, I'm sure that many of you did it on social media, but you would see four pictures. You would see Dolly Parton on LinkedIn, Dolly Parton on Facebook, Dolly Parton on Instagram, and then Dolly Parton on Tinder. This created a huge social media buzz where a lot of people, celebrities as well as regular people like you and I, doing the challenge ourselves. It's funny, but guess what? Heinz, the ketchup brand, decided to do the same thing. And they brought different scenes in different challenges. But the one thing that was constant was Heinz. Heinz ketchup. It's different It's something that is relevant to something that is pretty new, pretty out there for the last couple of weeks that created a lot of social media buzz. So it was smart, clever, something different that would stand out from the crowd. Is it my favorite? No, but at least it's worth watching. So for those of you who haven't seen it, you can take a look. Uh, It's called Heinz Find the Goodness on YouTube. So how many of you can remember a lot of the Mountain Dew ads that are featured at every Super Bowl? Well, I'm sure that many of you do. Now, this year's Super Bowl ad from Mountain Dew was actually pretty funny. It tried to bring a scary theme of a scary movie from the 70s or early 80s called The Shining. If you haven't watched it, I suggest you do. It features Jack Nicholson at a ski resort with his family, taking care of the hotel as it is shut down for the time. And guess what? He gets all crazy. Well, this one actually features the new Mountain Dew, which is Mountain Dew Zero, as good as the original. And it features Brian Cranston and Tracy Ellis Ross. It's a cool way of really trying to show the shining theme of the original movie from the 70s, but actually... Brian Cranston is trying to break the door and let Mountain Dew Zero in. And once Tracy Ellis Ross realizes that it's Mountain Dew Zero, she says, well, I'm thirsty. And then you see the twins, which is Brian Cranston with long hair, or replicating the original twins from the shiny movie. Now, the interesting thing is funny, it's memorable, And it brings to life a new concept of bringing a new product to market. So for those of you that would like to watch it again or didn't have a chance to watch it, you can go on YouTube to check out Mountain Dew Zero, as good as the original. So how many of you think about avocados or avocados from Mexico? Well, at the Super Bowl, at this year's Super Bowl, we had a commercial called Avocados from Mexico that was actually featuring Molly Ringwald. Now, how many of you remember Molly Ringwald? I do, from all the 80s and 90s movies, from 16 Candles to Breakfast Club to many more. And of course, she's been in many TV shows and she's currently on a TV show at the CW. But the interesting thing is they really brought to life why avocados from Mexico are the best. But they did it as if they were in a home shopping network. Think about HSN or QVC, trying to feature all the great benefits of avocados from Mexico. Now, it's funny, it's engaging. It may not be one of my top favorites, but at least it's a different way of bringing the message of how great avocados from Mexico are. So for those of you that are interested, you can check it on YouTube. It's called Avocados from Mexico. There was a lot of buzz prior to the Super Bowl about planters. You remember Mr. Planters, man, 
Mr. Peanut, how we call him, died? Well, they have to bring something funny because we've had a very sad week after the passing of Kobe Bryant, who, who meant so much to so many people, including myself as a former California resident who loved going to the Staples Theater to watch the Lakers play a game. But here they wanted to do something more funny, and it was all about Wesley Snipes being the priest during the funeral. And it was all about a road trip and also how the baby peanut or Mr. Peanut would come to life again so he wasn't dead after all. It's funny. People love Mr. Peanut, whether they buy it or not. But Planters did a good job at bringing fun and bringing a good story to life. So for those of you who are interested in watching it, you can go to YouTube and you can check it out, Planters Funeral or Planters Road Trip. One other fun ad at this year's Super Bowl 2020 was Reese's Peanut Butter Chocolate Tasty Bar. And it's called Take Five. And it's this woman, like in customer service, trying to talk about the products and ask about this chocolate peanut butter bar and seeing what her colleagues would say. And apparently nobody could get it right. Now, the interesting thing about the ad is actually pretty funny. It, it is engaging. Now, will I buy a Reese's bar now? Not necessarily because I'm not a fan of Reese's uh, chocolate or peanuts, but that's just me. But I do think that it's a pretty hilarious ad for this year's Super Bowl. A little while ago, we were talking about Molly Ringwald, who was, of course, a really big artist back in the 1980s and early 90s. But also, we know a writer who very famous, did amazing movies in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. Uh, she's featured in this year's Squarespace ad. And Squarespace really showcasing how she can build her own website. Welcome, or Winona in Winona, doing it actually in Winona. Now, the ad is kind of funny. It really conveys the message that you can do a website from anywhere. So for those of you that are interested in those sort of ads, please feel free to go and watch it if you want to watch it again. Uh, Squarespace, Winona and Winona, featuring Winona Ryder on YouTube. Now, it's not one of my favorite ads from this year's Super Bowl, but at least interesting to watch. Now, there were many ads this year. One that had a couple of spots was Walmart. Walmart really focused on, around their communities, about people, living better. Uh, that was one of the ads. The other ad was more about giving you delivery, but actually at the store as a way to really fight and overcome Amazon's great shipping and delivery model. The interesting thing is, yes, the, both ads were good, but I think that after all the gun violence and all the things that have happened at Walmart in 2019, I thought that they would really convey a message about uh, security, safety for not only their employees, but also their customers who were impacted in the case of Texas and in other states. But Definitely something that Walmart has been the number one retailer in the United States could have done, you know, a more emotional campaign about people's trust, love for people, for their customers, and also for their employees. So that's my take on that. 
There were other ads that didn't make the mark, in my opinion. I love Jason Momoa, but I thought that Rock Mortgage, you really forget that this is a Rock Mortgage ad, or you do think it's all about Jason Momoa, which is the problem when sometimes you use celebrities in TV campaigns. The difference here is all you love about Jason Momoa starts to come out from his muscles to his hair, all that. And you get to see someone very skinny, actually not that attractive, right? And that's the whole point of it, that you can look like a rich person or you can become the person you want to be thanks to Rock Mortgage. Now, my take is I think that they missed the branding part. But for those who like Jason Momoa or feel happy about the campaign, you can watch it on YouTube where it is available. Another ad that I wasn't really impressed, although they tried, was Rick and Morty. I thought that bringing the characters of Rick and Morty to the commercial was great. But then saying I'm inside a Pringles ad, it kind of makes the negative message out of it. It was engaging. I think that it was impactful. It could be somewhat memorable. But is it about the Pringles? What Pringles products? What were the products? That's the challenge, right? So if you want to check out the ad, feel free to do. And there were many more that were featured at this year's Super Bowl. Another one that I felt that I wasn't that impressed was the Pop-Tarts Fix the Predator Cell featuring Jonathan Van Ness. I mean, it's an interesting ad, but... I thought that uh, Pop-Tarts could have done it in a more memorable way or in a funnier way. Because after all, we want to watch ads in the Super Bowl that are inspiring, that will give us those wow moments. So my big take as a summary to recap the best uh, or my favorite Super Bowl ads for 2020 this year, I would say number one was Google Loretta. Very powerful, really conveys the power of Google and how you can really evoke memories and do it in a very compelling way. The power of technology. Others that were fun was about Weiser with Uber, leveraging Alexa. Definitely the Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Roxy. What would be life without Alexa? Well, you know, we would find our ways, right? With or without technology. And that's what it's all about. And definitely there were many more that were quite compelling and quite funny. But this is my take, lots to watch. And for those of you who want to get more information about them, please feel free to email us. And if you have any comments on particular ads that maybe we didn't have a chance to talk about, please feel free to do. Next week, we will bring some new things to share in the Savvy Marketers podcast. So stay tuned and don't forget to stay savvy. <laughs>